Hey everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl. Buckle up for this Friday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good morning, how are you? I'm good. Excellent. Lots of news today. Yeah, a little technical difficulty, so we're actually uh, recording in the morning. So if our voices sound a little groggy, that's why. Um, So the voice that does not sound groggy is the new uh, Epcot spiel on the monorail. So on the monorail loop, they are now telling you about the things that are coming to Epcot, all the transformations. They are calling this the Grand Circle Tour of the park. And as you're coming around and approaching each landmark of the park, they're telling you what's going on there. So as you're coming around toward World Showcase, they're telling you about the different changes coming to the countries. As you're coming around to um, Spaceship Earth, they're telling you about how they're changing that to update it. So uh, each it's every few minutes you're getting another little bit of a spiel. So it's making the monorail ride to Epcot a little bit more interesting. Excellent. Yeah, I'm really actually kind of excited about it. It seems like a little thing, but I feel like it's kind of a big change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. All right. We're going to jump over to Disneyland real quick. And at the Void in downtown Disney, which is the 3D and multi-sensory experience uh, attraction, um, Marvel and ILM Effects, uh, which is a division of Lucasfilm, have created a new experience there, and it is called Avengers Damage Control. Um, In the show, you are going to be working for Shuri, who is Black Panther's sister. She has created some emergency response suits, which are combined uh, Wakandan and Stark technologies, and you're going to be working alongside the Avengers, uh, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, and the Wasp, among others. to complete a mission. So uh, this is going to begin October 18th. The cost is $39.95 per person. And uh, you will not see this in Orlando because of the Marvel and Universal agreement that keeps um, Marvel attractions uh, outside uh, east of the Mississippi. Okay. So we're going to keep this. There's a Star Wars one currently, right, in Orlando for virtual virtual reality? Correct. Okay. So we'll, we'll keep Star Wars over there. Yes. Okay. Very good. Um, also in Disneyland, there is some new merchandise, which I just had to talk about because it's so cute. It's mouser size merchandise. It features Minnie and Mickey doing some jazzercising in an 80s style. They are offering leggings, a tank top, um, a sweatshirt, and a shirt that are in that sort of cropped off the shoulder flash dance style, and then a boombox hip bag. These are very cute. I mean, you have to uh, be just the right kind of person to wear them. But if you are, you have to get them because they're really adorable. You know who can't wear them? Who? Me. No. My shoulders are very hairy. And I don't know that you want to see a hairy shoulder when you're wearing off the shoulder tank top. Also, you mentioned Flashdance. And uh, Jennifer Beals, who starred in Flashdance, went to school a couple towns over from here at a little, little place we have called Yale University. And she was eating in Claire's Cornucopia one day. And my friend was in there at the same time. And after Jennifer Beals left, my friend ran up and got the straw out of her drink. Oh, my goodness. What is that worth? Like six cents now? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) There's not a big, uh, big market for straws, celebrity straws. Um, What there is a big market for, uh, we're going to jump back to Epcot now, is photos. And if you're getting a photo uh, through the PhotoPass uh, photographers... They've added some additional magic shots for this year's Food and Wine Festival, and they include characters such as Iago, um, Figment, uh, Remy and his brother, who no one can ever remember Remy's (laughs) brother's name, and my little favorite, Figaro. Yeah. 
Yeah, figure from Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Yeah, he has a, a he has a photo uh, magic shot in Italy. It's probably yeah, it's my favorite one. Yeah, it's we're pretty standing cute. on a wall. Yeah, those are worth getting. Um, I, I think if you have the if you have Photo Pass, what's the thing you buy to get all the photos called? Yes. You can't remember what it's called. The either. Memory Maker. Memory Maker. If you have Memory Maker, you're definitely going to want to stop and get all these different um, special photos because you've paid it, for it. Yeah, you paid for it anyway. So, and it only they only take a few minutes. So, invest a little time in that. Um, moving over to Disney Springs in Orlando, there's some construction walls up at the former Bongos Cafe, um, and that's to get ready for the Beatrix Health Food Restaurant that's coming. So that's exciting because. Um, you know, everyone's always looking for some better opportunities for healthier food at Disney World. Um, and then speaking of that, I believe that there's a new website that's sort of consolidating all of the different food options for vegans. There is. Yesterday, Disney debuted a new website for plant-based and plant-based food and vegan options. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Um, and over in Saratoga Springs... They have the newly renovated rooms are being rolled out. Uh, This is a DVC property, so they are featuring new flooring, appliances, furniture, um, and they've added some Murphy beds that are pulling down from the wall and also out from under the TV station area. Um, So if you're a DVC member, you know, definitely exciting for you to have the opportunity to stay in one of these um, renovated rooms. I'm not sure which rooms have been renovated yet. That would be something you'd want to check on before you book because they are not finished yet. We may have to check with our friend Melissa, who is a DVC owner. I believe she owns at Saratoga Springs. You're right. She'll have to let us know. That's right. Um, Has nothing to do with any of the parks, but Disney just made a gigantic $6 million. Well, gigantic for me because I don't have $6 million. (laughs) Not so big when you're a multi-billion dollar company. Uh, but Disney did just donate $6 million in grants to support wildlife and the environment. Uh, as you, well, for those of you who have visited Animal Kingdom, you know that every time you make a purchase, uh, they want to uh, have you make a donation to the Disney Conservation Fund, and then you get your little button that says, I donated to the Disney Conservation Fund. Awesome. So, what's a couple of the places that they've donated all their money? So, this year, uh, they donated to 80 different organizations, and uh, since this fund started in 1995, they've donated over $85 million. Uh, this, some of this year's recipients in Africa, the Northern Tanzania Big Cats Con- Converse- Conservation Initiative. In Florida, the Florida Audubon Society. Um, in Brazil, the Black Lion Tamarin Conservation in a Fragmented Landscape Organization. And I, I love the tamarins. They're one of my favorite uh, attractions in Animal Kingdom. And then in Spain, the Angel Shark Project, which is a project to help protect habitats for the endangered angel sharks in the Canary Islands. Very nice. Kudos to Disney. Yes. It's a nice tax write-off for them. <laughs> yeah. And to wrap things up with stories, a little bit of Disney Cruise Line news. The Disney Magic has recently completed her transatlantic voyage and is now homeported in New York through November. Uh, early November, and uh, while she is there, she will be doing uh, Canadian, Bahamian, and Bermuda itineraries. Uh, Right now, she is hitting the Canadian ports, which, I don't know, I I wish they were back in New York in the summertime, because cruising out of uh, New York in the fall can be downright chilly, as we know from our uh, 
Bahamian cruise two years ago, we left New York and for the first day and a half and last day and a half, you definitely need to be bundled up because it, it can be brutal. Yeah, on the water with the wind. Right. Burr. And I mean, you look at what we had, you know, Wednesday, we were 90 degrees here in New York and uh, by uh, Friday, we were at 50. Not even Friday, the next day we were right. at 50. Right. So things can, temperature can change radically around here. Um, but they are some nice itineraries. You know, you get to go up to Canada. Uh, this week, they stopped in Bar Harbor, Maine, and then they headed up to uh, Newfoundland. Uh, so that's a, it's a nice cruise, especially this time of year when the foliage is changing. Um, you know, you don't get opportunities to see foliage from the sea, but when you're in port, you, right. you have that opportunity. Uh, then they go down and they do Bermuda, a few sailings to Bermuda. And uh, what's unique about Bermuda is they have a two-night stay in in bermuda uh, actually two days one night but it's an overnight stay where the ship stays in port nice and then finally they wrap things up with their sailings down to the bahamas uh, which includes stops at castaway key uh, nassau and port canaveral and the fun thing about port canaveral is that's the day that they bus you down to disney world yes and they give you three fast passes that you can use um, in any park and you don't have to pre-book anything so with a, when we actually did that cruise we managed to hit all four parks in one day and ride at least um, you know one main attraction and then you know some other little attractions because we had those those flexible fast passes so that's uh, maybe the highlight of the cruise it's, it's pretty great excellent so that that wraps up the news but then uh, Cheryl has a little DCL. Spiel? Yeah, well, we're, I don't know if we've, I think we've mentioned it before, but we are going on a Disney cruise to the Bahamas in January. That's right. If anybody wants to come join us, we'll be sailing from January 17th through January 20th over Martin Luther King weekend. It's a three-night Bahamian sailing. It's a nice entry, nice entryway uh, into cruising if you've never cruised before, and uh, the pricing is not that bad. Right, yeah, because it's only three nights, uh, the price obviously is lower than something that's longer. And also, this is an interesting cruise because you get a sea day, normally a three-night cruise. You do not. You would stop at Nassau for a day, and you stop at Castaway Key for a day, and those are those are your two days, so there's no sea day. We are not stopping in Nassau, so we have a sea day, um, which brings me to bookings for things. So when you have a sea day, there's a lot more things that you might want to book on board. Different dining options, um, character meet and greets, that sort of thing. So we're going to talk a little bit about how you go about that and when you go about that. So there are different levels for Castaway Club members, and a Castaway Club member is someone who has cruised before. So if you've never cruised, you are not a member. If you've cruised one time to five times, you're a silver member. Five times to do I have this wrong? You know, five times at 10 times, you're a gold member. I don't have it wrong. And more than 10 times, you're a platinum member. So depending upon what level you are is how soon you can book these different experiences and excursions. Um, the thing to note is that these dates or numbers of days do not line up with when you need to pay. So you can't make any of these bookings unless you're paid in full. And you're Pay in full date for a one to five night cruise if you're not in a suite or concierge is 90 days. So if you're a platinum member, you can book at 120 days these experiences, but you need to then pay at that point, even though Disney is not yet asking for your money. Um, so we did that. We are platinum. So at our 120 days, we paid. Um, 
and we jumped right on and started making some of our reservations. Now, the first thing that I wanted to make sure that I got booked was Palo. So Palo offers a dinner on all their cruises, and on any cruise with a sea day, they offer a brunch. So we were able to look to see if they had brunch. So I looked right at that and grabbed a nice spot for brunch on our sea day. Very excited. They also offer, um, Remy is another adults-only dining experience um, that's for an extra charge. Palo is also an extra charge. Um, Remy offers a champagne brunch, a dinner, and a dessert experience, depending upon the length of your cruise. Um, Again, I I don't know if they qualify for ours with the sea day. Um, anything without a sea day wouldn't qualify for the brunch or the dessert experience. Um, but so those are available. And then the other thing that I went ahead and booked and I was excited for was a tasting. They do, they're like alcohol tastings. They do champagne tastings. Um, actually I think they would do like a champagne and chocolate tasting. They do, um, something called the mixology where they teach you how to make some of the specialty drinks that they have on board. Um, and then I signed up for a martini tasting. They have, um, multiple different alcoholic tasting classes. So those are fun. They are an additional charge also. Um, but that was what I was concerned about getting. Um, Tony jumped on and was concerned about some other, maybe more wholesome things. Right. We're, we're in opposite ends of the spectrum here. Cheryl's worried about, uh, you know, food and getting liquored up and I'm looking for character experiences. (laughs) So on, uh, the Disney cruises, there are some ticketed character experiences, which are free. However, they are ticketed just so Disney can manage the crowd a little better. And the two character experiences that I looked for were the frozen meet and greet with Anna and Elsa. And then there is a princess gathering, uh, which is pretty much a reception line of four or five princesses. Usually it's Tiana, Belle, Cinderella, Snow White, and or Ariel in some combination thereof. And, uh, you know, managed to get those both for our sea day. So it was pretty successful. Um, on cruises of seven nights or longer, they will also offer a character uh, breakfast, um, which again is a ticketed item and an opportunity to meet some characters. Um, the characters, uh, the princesses, uh, with the exception of Anna and Elsa, will be around the ship. Um, you know, you can find those times in your navigator, but they're more or less just a, you know, come to this part of the ship at this time and it's a generic line. So there's no tickets. Um but the ticketed events allow Disney, like I said, to manage the crowds a little better. And in 15 minutes, you hit all four or five princesses, bing, bing, boom, and you're done. Very nice. Yeah. Ooh, there might have been one other thing that maybe you were interested in snagging. Yes. So uh, spa services uh, open up on this booking date as well. And I managed to snag a 50-minute uh, Swedish massage. So they do offer massages, uh, 50 or 75-minute experiences, both for singles and couples. Uh, they also, you know, it's a full spa run by a third third party, uh, and it's they run the whole gamut of spa services. So if you're uh, Adam Elmer's and you're cruising, and, and when you go to Disney World, you like that spa service, uh, you can get the same stuff on board. And they offer, in addition to uh, massages, they offer um, teeth whitening, they offer acupuncture, they offer haircuts. Uh, both ladies and men styling they have uh, facials manicures pedicures 
Um, and all at additional cost because, like I said, it is run by a third party. So spa services are not included in your cruise. Oh, I wish they were. And I know, right? <laughs> uh, and additionally, there are some spa services that are offered on Castaway Key. They do have uh, a massage cabana or two out there on the island. So if you want to get a massage in a, in a you know very cool uh, island breeze out in the, out in the open, uh, you can do that as well. That's the time to book it. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, we didn't book any this time, but their, um, port adventure bookings are, would be made at this time also. So these are your excursions when you go to one of the islands. Um, and they're also available at Castaway Key, they have some uh, various parasailing, um, snorkel adventure, uh, kayak uh, adventure, parasailing, different different um, options that you can get at Castaway. And then also you can pre-book some rentals there, uh, bicycle rentals, uh, tube rentals, snorkel gear rentals. Um, you can book those ahead of time, although I will say you probably don't need to. There's plenty of availability for the um, rentals of things, um, right. with the exception of uh, cabanas that they have on Castaway, which unless you're concierge, no one seems to be able to get. So I wouldn't worry yourself with those. Right. So uh, I think that's about it. We hope that this has been helpful to you. Um, if you are enjoying hanging out with us, you can hang out with us a little bit more over on our Facebook page. We're the Disney Drive Time Podcast. And if you have an opportunity, maybe you could shoot over to iTunes and leave us a good review. Uh, if you're going to leave a mediocre review, uh, okay. But if it's a bad <laughs> review, don't leave it. So uh, have a good weekend, everybody. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.